Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815. Starting off the show today with a little Elvis for you on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I'm Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. And Philip, the king, made his first professional performance singing That's All Right Mama back in 1954. That was a long time ago, Jen. I know. I know. And I'll tell you, if I could if I could see any performer in concert, it it would have been Elvis. I I missed my chance. I was I was born after he passed away. But uh, hearing my grandma's stories, one and only Elvis concert, she and her sister tried to attend and then he was mobbed on stage and they had to go and they didn't even get to see him. Uh, I'd love to see him in performance. I really would. It it would have been a sight to see. I mean, I remember I had a I mean, my parents weren't really big into to Elvis, but I had a friend of mine. His mom loved Elvis. <laughs> I mean, loved Elvis. Yeah. If there's an Elvis movie on, buddy, it was on the TV. <laughs> and uh, the biggest thing I remember about Elvis is um, the day he passed away. And I can't yeah. remember what year it was, but I oh, remember exactly seven, where 78, I was. 77, 78, something yeah. like that, I think. Uh, but I can remember exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. I was on a bus church bus coming back from the beach wow um yeah so uh, on a on a on a, a summer little retreat so I, I i remember that to this day yeah yeah we all we all have that celebrity that it just shook us when we heard news like that but yeah i, I bet you do remember everything about where you were when you heard, but yeah, a uh, little flashback to 1954 to start us off on the show today. And uh, Philip, uh, before we get into talking a little bit about having an income strategy on the show today, uh, I think you have some workshops coming up that you want to share with us, right? We do. We do. We have some workshops coming up the uh, the middle of August. Uh, I get through jury duty first, but, uh, <laughs> but we've got uh, workshops coming up. Uh, 17th and 18th or 24th of August mm-hmm. uh, called Surviving Retirement. Look, folks, if you are, are five years out or have already retired, uh, this is really ideal for you. Um, a great opportunity. Uh, you know, you do need to make sure you have some retirement assets put away. Uh, typically, this is going to be good for folks that have, you know, 200000 or more sitting in their 401k or IRAs or things like that, that uh, that we can help with, uh, that give you some direction. So, again, you can go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. Under the events tab, uh, there's a link where you can go and register actually right there. All right. Again, statlerfinancial.com is where you can find that. And as he said, just uh, click on that events tab and that'll get you in the right place to get signed up for some of those upcoming workshops. Philip, uh, the the big questions that we want to talk about here today, how much should you save for retirement? Where do you save it? How do you make sure it's going to last after you leave your job for good? You know, and I'm sure the, some of these types of things are, are what you address, certainly with clients, but also in your workshops as well, saving's a good start, a really good start for this next chapter in your life. But you have to do more than just save. You need an income strategy after you stop earning a paycheck. So let's start with that first question I asked a few moments ago, Philip, how much we should be saving for retirement? How do we make sure we're on track to meet our goals? Well, just um, this this probably doesn't sound real intelligent, but as much as you can. How yeah, does that just, sound? Just um, do as much as you can. All right. You know, so, but but I think it's it's interesting because everybody's situation is different, right? The the person that makes thirty five thousand dollars a year um, doesn't need as much as a as a person that makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Right. So so everybody's situation is going to be different, but but there are some I would say useful benchmarks that. They can help folks really kind of get a sense if they're going in the right direction, if they're if they're getting close to reaching their goals. 
and uh, and Fidelity, uh, they put together some guidelines. I mm-hmm. find these interesting, and and I think just remember they are guidelines, right? They're not set in stone. Right. They're just things that will help people kind of really get an idea of maybe they're on the right track. And uh, and I think they they are they're relevant. They they will give people some good benchmarks to aim for. And the first one is if you're age fifty, if you turn fifty, then you should have saved the equivalent of six times your annual salary. It's not huge, right? If, if you're, I'm thinking, you know, if you're making $25,000 a year, then, then we want to have $150,000 saved for, for retirement uh, by the time you're 50. By the time you're 55, they say you should have about seven times your salary. Okay. At age 60, eight times. Mm-hmm. And at 67, they say you should have 10 times your annual salary. All right. Um, and that sounds good. And for some people, it may be possible. For others, it may not be, you know, they can't hit that target. Um, you know, but, and, and like I said, it is a, a target. It is a benchmark. It doesn't mean that, it, you know, you're not going to have a great retirement if you don't hit those numbers. That, I mean, I just think that sometimes, you know, we have this big numbers right. in sight that um, we think we got to have before we can retire. And, and I find that just not to be the case all the time. Okay. So talk a little bit about, Philip, because I know you have a, a process. You have your financial x-ray that can really help us take a look at at the inside of what's going on to get to the bottom of what's going on with our money instead of just focusing on something a little bit more superficial, like a, a dollar amount that we've saved. Tell us a little bit about how that process works. Well, we, we want to, number one, look at our budget, right? How much are we spending? Not today, but when we get ready to retire, mm-hmm. you know, are we going to have the house paid off? Are the cars going to be paid off? You know, what are our, what are our true expenses going to be uh, when we get ready to retire? And, uh, and let's take those and add some to it, right? Because we don't want to retire and sit home and twiddle our thumbs. Hmm. We want to get out and enjoy that retirement. And so, you know, we have to add something to that. What, what are we going to spend in travel every year, seeing the grandkids, taking the cruises, you know, those type of things. What are we going to spend? And then walk that number back to what do we need to make sure we get to that number? Uh, and that's the bottom line, you know, and a lot of people I, I look at how much do they need? Some people say you need 80%. And, and that may be a good number because I look at it and say, okay, if you're maxing out your 401k at work, that's probably a realistic realistic expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Because you take your work minus what you put in your 401k because you're not going to do that anymore, minus Social Security and Medicare tax because you don't have to pay that anymore. And, and that gets you really close to about 80% of your current income is, a, is kind of a good target. But really, working with somebody like you can help us identify some unique strategies that we might not come up with on our own. Right. I mean, one of the things that we look at, I mean, we've talked about this for quite some time, is using it as a college savings plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you can put that money in. Hey, it's there for retirement if you don't need it for college. But if you need it for college, you can take your principal out and help your kid. And then and then still have some money there going towards retirement as long as you don't take the income out. So another strategy that we look at all the time. Yeah. So, so Philip, for those who want to explore some of those options, maybe see if there's anything that they're missing. Let's talk real quickly about how we can explore some of those options with you. Because, again, the, the types of planning that you do, everything you do is very customized. There's no, uh, no one-size-fits-all plan, but you have a lot of options that you can go over with people. There are. I mean, we've got a lot of tools in our toolbox, and that's because we are an independent firm, a fiduciary to our clients. All those things that are important uh, for you to look at when you're trying to choose an advisor. So to sit down with us and get started through our process for your financial x-ray, all you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Don't wait. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff happening in the marketplace, your 401k. There's lots of things that can happen. And so you want to make sure you're on top of it. So give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your financial x-ray. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back.
If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With social security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, talking about taxes here in this part of the show. And so often when we think about taxes, we just think about the chaos that happens during tax season, right? The forms, the deadlines, the scramble to find everything you need. In in my house, Philip, it's a big old manila envelope that ends up getting stuffed full of everything. This is just kind of how we how we handle this. Poor tax preparer. I know. I I try to keep it all in 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 order as best I can, but this isn't what I do for a living. Uh, the IRS they actually send out over eight billion pages in forms and instructions every year to help people get their taxes filed. It is a lot going on. There's so much to do. And when there's a lot going on, what do we all do? We put it off until the last minute. (laughs) And uh, that's just not the way to approach this either. But as we talk a little bit about taxes and the the fact, Philip, that most of us focus on tax season as when they think about taxes, talk a little bit about the difference between focusing on tax season, getting our taxes done, and tax planning as a concept. Well, there is a big distinction between the two. And most folks only do the first one, and that's tax preparation, Uh, mostly because we have to, right? We we don't have a choice. The government requires us to file a tax return every year. Um, And so that's what everybody focuses on. They want to get that tax return done. Uh, They're they're praying they're going to get a refund. Mm -hmm. and, And then they move on, and they don't think about it again until next year when it's time to do the whole thing all over again, get their documents ready, go sit down with their preparer and get their taxes done. So that's preparation. Well, tax planning is a whole different ball game. It's planning for your taxes, right? It's what is my, what does my income look like this year? What do my expenses look like this year? What could I do different to help take advantage of my tax situation? I'll give you an example of one of the things that we look at with our clients is they're not going to make much money that year. All they have is, I have several clients in this boat. I mean, they, they don't have to take their RMDs yet. They're required minimum distributions. They're living off of social security and a little bit of dividend income and doing okay, but they got this huge IRA over there. And, um, and so now they're sitting here paying zero taxes, zero, not even using their whole standard deduction. And so it's a great time to start like, hey, let's do some Roth conversions. Let's let's just take money out and put it in non-qualified accounts. Let's don't waste this opportunity that we have. So so that's one situation, Jen. And and I, and I see that uh, more often now than I used to see it. But it's because they raise that standard deduction so high. And so that that's a that's one area. The other area we look at now is because people 
are, we're still in a really low, low tax brackets historically compared to what they were back in the 70s. And so the question is, when do we think tax rates are going to go up? Who knows? Uh, my my right. fear is that they're going to go up sooner rather than later. Right. Um, every year, folks need to be making this decision in the planning process. Do I do a Roth conversion? What tax bracket am I going to be in this year? Do I have any room to, to make a Roth conversion? Or should I be putting money into a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA? You know, these sound like simple questions, but they're planning issues. They're things that, that we need to know what your income is going to look like for that year before we can really make an intelligent answer to those questions. And so that's the planning process. Preparation, hey, it's done, right? I mean, it's, it's historical. We're looking at what happened last year, not what's going to happen this year. So that, that, I hope that helps folks understand kind of the distinction. And talk a little bit, Philip, about your history with recognizing the need for tax planning, because as someone who has a background in taxes, you saw the, the lack of planning that was going on year after year, right? I did. I mean, back, you know, I'm trying to think how long I've not really had a, a an accounting practice of my own. So, so it's been 20 years now, 25 years. Um, but but that's what got me into doing financial planning, investment management is because when I would sit down with folks, you know, they weren't preparing. And when they would go to the financial advisor, you, you know, they weren't getting any advice on that side either. So, so that really got us going and where we would do a lot of tax planning as well as income planning and other areas of that whole spectrum of planning for retirement when it comes to taxes, because I've been doing taxes for over 30 years. And so it's an area that I understand and and know some of the consequences of not planning and helping people plan the right way for the retirement they're going to have. So, so that's my whole background. Um, you know, when I graduated, I got a degree not only in accounting, but also in finance because I love the investment side of, of everything. And so um, that really catapulted me into this industry uh, back in the mid-90s. Philip, talk a little bit about if we want to have some of these conversations with you, getting into some of the opportunities right now for tax planning. How do we reach you and what does this look like? So it's easy to get a hold of us. They can give us a call, 863-285-3815. They can even go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to my calendar there. They can schedule a, a financial x-ray. They can schedule a 15-minute phone call, um, whatever they're more comfortable with to, to initially get started. I would just say do something to get started. Don't, don't procrastinate any longer uh, when it comes to your retirement and doing the tax planning that needs to be done uh, going forward. So again, that number is 863-285-3815 or my website, statlerfinancial.com. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I am Jen Rizak alongside. Philip, I, I think we all pretty much understand how things like income taxes work during our working years. Talk a little bit about how this changes when we get to retirement and we're no longer earning a paycheck. It doesn't mean that income taxes and those types of things go away. It's just taken care of a little bit differently. Talk a little bit about how that changes and the fact that this is the first time that we actually have a little bit more control over things like that. It, it is, Janet. And you say that, and I'm going to start laughing because I can't tell you, I get a couple calls every year. Philip, hey, I retired this year. So I'm thinking that this coming year, I'm not going to have to pay any taxes. Mm. Um, that may be true, but more often than not, it's not true. It's a different way, right? Because they have, they're taking money out of their IRAs or they're taking money from a pension. They're getting Social Security. They think all their Social Security is tax free money. And that's not the case. It could be, but you know, your Social Security may end up being taxable income if your other income is too high. And, and that's, it becomes a convoluted discussion, which 
requires a whiteboard and a computer screen to really make sense of it all. But believe me when I tell you that your Social Security could be taxable anywhere from 0% to 85% of your Social Security could end up being taxable. And that just throws people for a loop because they haven't planned for that. And so that really messes them up because now all of a sudden they've taken a large chunk out of their IRA and now they have to write a big check because a lot of their social security becomes taxable. So that's where the planning comes into. I tell my clients, look, if you need money, that's fine. Just tell me what you need so I can figure out the best place for you to take it from a tax standpoint. Let's look at it from a tax standpoint and a financial standpoint. Let's just don't go take it out of one place and cause us to have to pay more in taxes. And so, you know, clients appreciate that because they have various pots of money. And that's one of the things that they need to, to look at is where mm-hmm. should I take it from? And, and I think it's one thing also, Jen, that really creates some differential between us and, and other firms out there. I mean, go to one of the major warehouses or one of the major firms and say, okay, look, I need $20,000. I have a Roth IRA, a traditional IRA, and a non-qualified account. Which account should I take it from? And they're going to say, we can't tell you. That's a problem when you're sitting there trying to determine, Mm -hmm. I need money. Where do I take it from? That's where I think we add value to our relationship because we understand the inner workings of taxes and how that plays a big role in retirement. And and we don't want people to pay more than what they have to. Sometimes it's a necessary evil that we have to do, but, but we don't want people to pay more than what they have to, Jen. Right, exactly. But we have to do something about it. It's not going to happen by accident. Talk a little bit about how we can learn about existing opportunities, because that's the other thing we need to realize. Uh, As much as we complain about what's going on with taxes right now, they're actually at a a pretty low point. I think they're lower than they have been in, in a number of decades. How do we learn about existing opportunities to save on taxes before those tax laws change again, probably will at some point under the Biden administration. Well, that's true, Jen. You know, at this point, right, folks, we have an opportunity till 2025. You know, 2025, the the Trump tax changes will expire and we'll go back to where we were before this tax law was passed. That's if, you know, the current administration doesn't come in and change things before that. So every year is, you know, has question marks. So, but right now we know that, that we have 2021 that we can work with. And so it's a great opportunity to sit down and see what opportunities are available to you. Should I do a Roth conversion? Should I take my RMD and buy life insurance? You know, what opportunities are out there that could enhance my net worth could enhance what I give to my beneficiaries or to the charities of my choice. What's going to help put me in a lower tax bracket down the road? Folks, these are all things that we can answer today by starting that process. All you have to do, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That number again is 863-285-3815. Or again, you can go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. There's there's a lot of these radio shows are there, as well as a link to my calendar. You can schedule a 15-minute phone call. You know, we can have a conversation about things that are important to you. You can schedule a financial x-ray where we can get together and actually analyze your portfolio, determine how much risk you have. So a lot of things available. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get that process started. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815.
You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain, and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters, too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Talking today about taxes and the fact that far too often we only think about taxes during tax season, but it's really during the the off season that we need to be thinking about all this stuff. I mean, we can make those those analogies or those comparisons, Philip, to different sports. My kids aren't going to be going to the Olympics, I don't think, for anything that they do, but my daughters who are runners, they are doing training in the off season. They're running with their team even when it's not cross-country season or track season. My boys who play baseball, they go to batting practice when it's not baseball season. So my kids get it. This is how this happens with sports. Why why do so many people not take a similar approach when it comes to their finances and things like taxes and think about them in the off season? Well, I, I'm going to say probably the number one reason that folks don't do it is they don't think about it, right? They don't think about what they need to be looking at going forward. Mm-hmm. They're more concerned about filing and taking care of that past historical stuff. The second reason that's that's out there is they have a budgetary issue. They don't want to pay for it, right? It's, it's not free. You have to sit down with a right. tax professional. You have to lay out what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, and you probably got to find a tax professional that has some uh, investment savvy to them to, to get you through that. Or you need to work with a financial advisor that has the ex- tax experience that they can help you walk through that process. Um, you know that, and so that's the reason people miss out is because you know, they don't think about it. They don't want to pay for it. And their current financial advisor can't give them advice on it. So those are the three top three reasons it doesn't happen. Right. And, but it, but it's so important that we, we think about it and we don't procrastinate here. Talk a little bit about Philip, as we talk about being proactive when it comes to tax planning, thinking about these things in the off season, what all goes into creating a tax efficient strategy for your retirement? Well, a lot of things, I mean, because typically when people retire, the majority of their money is going to be in a 401k maybe a profit sharing plan, but typically it's going to be 401k money or, or other IRAs that they've had 401ks rolled into over the years. And so that's a tax explosion fixing to happen. And, and so, you know, we need to find ways um, before folks, uh, ideally before people retire, um, if not, at least those first couple of years after they retire, Find ways that we can take that IRA and and make it less intrusive from a tax standpoint, whether that's, hey, I need to start taking some money out of it and just put it in a non-qualified account, which then we have to pay tax on the dividends and the capital gains, but that may be okay. Or do I start doing Roth conversions? I mean, there's a lot of different things we need to step through and everything's going to be different depending upon your circumstances. You know, what tax bracket you're in, how much you have in these accounts, what your other income looks like outside of what's in your IRA. There are so many components to making the right calculations to determine what is that going to look like for you? Not to mention, you throw in the Affordable Care Act, and that can just totally throw off all your calculations. So it's not something that's 
cut and dry, easy to look at and say, okay, this is what I can do. Because a lot of folks are retiring and they're not 65 yet. So that means they're not on Medicare. So that means a lot of them, if they don't have company provided health insurance, they have affordable care insurance, which means they're getting these credits that's income-based. So that all figures into what can I do? Because a Roth conversion or taking money out of that IRA, that's going to jack up our income, Jen. And, and that can cause some people some big headaches that they don't anticipate. Right, right. And, and it's just one of those things. It's important for us to understand that we need to be tax efficient because taxes can eat away at what we've worked so hard to save. It can leave us with a fraction of what we were counting on. And this is not just pocket change slipping through the cracks. Just talk a little bit about the impact on your lifestyle later on in retirement if you don't do something about taxes down the road. Yeah, that's right. I mean, one of the things that always gets me, you know, um, I'm part of Ed Slot's Master Elite IRA program. You know, we get together a couple times a year just to get updated on tax laws and, and, and IRA rules and that kind of stuff. But one of the things he always says, Jen, is that, you know, you have an IRA, but it's not all yours. You know, right. you, you share ownership. There's a mortgage on your IRA. And it comes due every time you take money out of your IRA, Uncle Sam sitting there with his hands out. He wants his part. And if you think about it, it only takes one mistake. Hey, I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to take that money out of my IRA. Now you've got this huge tax bill that you weren't counting on because you didn't think through the whole process of what that means. That's why I think it's so important that folks look to see where are they taking money from? And let's be tax efficient with our distributions. You know, because what could we do? Well, you know, you could do a Roth conversion. Now, folks, listen, a Roth conversion is not free from taxes. The idea of the Roth conversion is you're paying tax at the low rates we see today so that we don't have to pay tax at the high rates that we think we're going to see in the next five to 10 years. So there is a tax consequence when you do that Roth conversion, or if you do a, you know, an, a, what they call an, an investment quality life insurance policy, you know, where, where we invest in a life insurance policy to give somebody a tax-free death benefit down the road. That's the way a lot of folks will enhance their net worth to give tax-free benefits to their children down the road. And there's a lot of things out there. But which one's going to work for you, you know, and how do you plan for the tax liability that's going to come along with it? You know, do you have some losses that can help offset it? Uh, do you have additional withholding taken out of out of one of your pensions or your paycheck? You know, because now we could have higher taxes on our Social Security benefits. And then something that most people don't even realize can happen to you, Jen, is your Medicare premiums can go up if your income is too high. Mm, Wow. And people get blown away because I'll get a phone call. Why did my Medicare premiums go up? Well, you remember that big chunk you took out of your IRA because you wanted to buy a new house? You You didn't think much of it. You went ahead and paid the tax. Well, that's all income. And so now your Medicare premium doubled. Or it could have tripled, depending upon how high your income is. So that can be really, you know, hit you from behind and not realize that added expense just because you took some money from the wrong place or didn't think through the whole process properly. It's just one of those things where it it does help to get a little guidance. It is hard for all of us to think through all of those steps and understand the tax consequences of every decision that we make, because these things, there, there's kind of a domino effect here, or there could be, Philip, when we're thinking about the, the money that we need for retirement, where we're getting it from, how all of this can have an impact on our taxes down the road. It, it, just, it just pays to get a little bit of help on this so we don't make a costly mistake with our life savings, right? That's right. I mean, a lot of times it's structure. How do we structure what we want to do? And so I I can't tell you, I I do this 
several times throughout the year, I'll have a client call and say, hey, look, I, I need this. I'm going to buy a new car. That's a, that's a good example. Or I'm going to buy a house in the mountains. Right. So I want to take money out and do that. Sometimes, folks, it's better to be not debt free because of the tax consequences. So so can we pay for that car in two years instead of five years? Right. And so we're not going to pay a whole lot of interest, but by by breaking up that tax payment over two years. Now it lowers our tax liability, maybe even puts us in a whole different tax bracket. Same way, same thing with the house. You know, you know, I've done this with several clients. We've had this issue. Um, and so it's structure. It's knowing how to structure things so that they're tax efficient. And, and that's really and truly the key. There's just not a lot of folks out there that will help you through that process the way we will here at Styler Financial is walking you through and making sure that what you do is as tax efficient as it can be. And I understand there's times that, hey, we got to do what we got to do and it's going to cost us some tax dollars, but I'm going to be your sounding board. I'm going to be that person that says, here's other ways you could do what you're trying to do that could possibly lower your tax burden in the process. Let's take the time to research and investigate what's the best way for you to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish from a tax standpoint and from a a financial standpoint. You know, the two things are intertwined so much that you can't think of one without thinking of the other. And that's where people really and truly uh, end up with an issue. They think I need this money out of my 401k for this. And they don't even think about the tax consequences that come along with it. Folks, that's where we come in. We'd love to help walk you through that whole process of what that looks like for you, you know, because there's several things that can rob you in retirement. Taxes is one of them. Inflation's another one. And risk in your portfolio is a third one. The stock market can evaporate your retirement income if not planned for properly. So give us a call, 863 285-3815. That number again is 863-285-3815. Let me help you put together a tax-efficient plan. Be here for you when you have those questions that need the research, need the strategies, need the structures in place so that you can accomplish what you want to accomplish as tax-efficiently as possible. Give me a call, 863-285-3815. 3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Break three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Uh, and Philip, I think this is interesting. First of all, I'm a I'm a big uh, fan of the Olympics. Now it's been weird uh, this year. This is the weirdest Olympics ever, with you know really no nobody in the stands, and you know it's kind of a an off type of year. A, I mean, just getting delayed a year. That, yeah, yeah. Weird, shouldn't right? even, yeah shouldn't <clears throat> even be doing it this year. And and I'll tell you one of the things that I think is you know I know they're showing the watch parties at home, but watching the parents in the stands when they're kid is competing is one of my favorite things so it's a bummer that we don't get to watch that there was remember a couple years ago the one gymnast they'd show her parents and they're swaying all over the place with her when she's doing her uh, her routines or watching Michael Phelps mom going nuts in the stands when when he was racing that's always one of my favorite things is just watching the parents <laughs> yeah it is you know I was watching the other day and they made a, a point and and I would feel the same way if my child was oh Olympics is that how much time and energy and expense did those parents put into yes getting that child to the Olympics you know they didn't do the athletic stuff but they got them to practice they paid some coaching bills along the way and it took their schedule yeah right and now they have to sit at home they can't even be there yeah but watch their child compete I know that's disheartening I know it's right can't hug them whether they win or lose yeah I know it's it's rough um so poor poor moms and dads of those Olympic athletes but I always love watching them when when they're able to be there so that's something I look forward to in a normal uh, Olympics one day um are there any other you know really Philip when it comes to the I can watch anything I can sit there for hours and watch the shooting events. I, I know you said you caught a little fencing. Is there anything that, that really uh, gets you sucked in when you're watching the games? You no, know, I, I don't know that there's anything that gets me sucked in uh, because I, I have to have a, especially if it's not my team playing, right? If it's not the USA playing, I, I, it doesn't matter what sport it is. I have a hard time. Yeah. Um, I, I need that person to cheer for, um, <laughs> to, to watch a lot of sports. Um, I mean, I like them, but, but it's got to be my team playing. And so I, when, I, when I think of favorite sports, um, I enjoy watching swimming. My son was a swimmer. I enjoy watching swimming. My wife loves gymnastics because my daughter was, a, you know, a, a she gymnast did that. for, for mm-hmm. a while. Um, until she broke too many bones. Oh, and gosh. It. Um, and I enjoy watching softball because, you know, Maggie played softball. And so so I enjoy watching that sport. So there's a couple. I can't really say there's a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, if my team's playing, then I have more of a vested interest to watch. Makes sense. Makes sense when you've got a when you've got a horse in the race, right? I, right, I think that right. makes perfect sense. <laughs> but yeah, I I can get pretty sucked into all of it. Um, and you know, I I know I'm not the only one. This has actually been studied by economists. And and again, this is talking about typically a normal Olympic year, not a weirdo pandemic year. Typically, what they've seen during the Olympics when a country is winning a lot of medals, that country's national stock market activity and their trading volume goes down because everybody's all distracted by the excitement of everything that's going that's on. Interesting, so, that's an interesting statistic there. Yeah, I know, right? So, so kind of funny. But, but here's the other thing that I wanted to talk about with the Olympics when we look at the overall impact of the games on the economy in general, the markets tend to like the Olympics, but individual economies don't because the host cities and countries, they go all in. And, you know, we've seen this and you you think back at, at recent years games and some of the things that they had do to put these games on and they're always trying to outdo the last host, right? There's always something bigger and better, but the long-term costs can be devastating, yeah, it really can, you know, and that's right, because everybody, you're right, everybody wants to one-up, right? Well, what, yes. up, what happened last time? Um, and I know I've been to some of the Olympic parks out in Park City, Utah, mm-hmm. you know, watching the downhill um, ski place where they can still come practice, Olympians yes. can still come practice. I mean, I've been to Colorado Springs to the Olympic Training Center there. So I, I know that all that stuff costs money, not yes. just training the teams, but if you're going to host, it's a big deal. Right. Um, right. 
and I think I, I can't I can't put my finger on the exact situation, but but I want to think that one of those one of the I can't remember if it was Los Angeles or one of those cities that was hosting really ran into some huge huge financial difficulties. Yeah. Yeah, and that whole process of trying to get ready to prepare for the Olympics, and so I can just imagine the amount of money they spend. I, I think that's why we see Tokyo, right, mm-hmm. wanting so bad to make sure that this Olympics happens because they've spent so much time, energy, and money right. to make it happen. Unfortunately, they're not going to get the impact of everybody coming over there from an economic standpoint, but hopefully the TV revenue is going to help them some. Um, It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers look like for Tokyo. Yeah. I I want to hear about that too. And you know, you're right. When you talk about some of the, even just the bidding process, they've had a hard time even finding enough places to bid to host the Olympics because of all of the financial impact. And when you look at some of the numbers, I, I looked into this a little bit. Um, some of the the recent hosts in the past uh, in the past few decades, Greece, of course, hosted the games in 2004. And a lot of economists trace the beginning of their current economic problems to hosting the games because it ended up being $15 billion that was way over the budget. And taxpayers over there are still on the hook for this. They're still being assessed about $50,000 euros, 50,000 euros per household going toward that Olympic debt. I mean, they're still trying to climb their way out of this. So it can be uh, financially crippling. Now, here's one that I thought was interesting, Philip. London hosted the Games in 2012, right? And they actually built temporary sporting venues that could be taken down after the games. So you don't have those rundown abandoned stadiums and facilities like you see in former host cities. You know, you see those slideshows that pop up on Facebook sometimes and it'll show what, you know, the the abandoned Olympic Village in Sarajevo and, and all of that. So they had that vision to recognize, even though we're excited about this event right now, one day those games are going to be over. And then what? Then what are we going to do with all of these buildings? So they built them in a way that they could be taken back down. Philip, what's the lesson there for that vision to recognize, just like the officials in London recognize, right now we're excited about hosting the Olympics, but one day those are going to be done and we're not going to be excited to have these buildings here anymore. And so we need to plan accordingly. I think that's a lesson in a long-term vision that we could take for our retirement planning. I think it is too, because, you know, too many people, you know, they put some fixed idea in their head as to this is what their retirement is going to look like. And they're still 20 years away. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that we need to be more flexible when we start looking at retirement, especially the closer we get, because things are going to change. Right. Is the economies are going to change. Inflation is going to change. Your desire to do certain things in retirement is going to change. Right. It's not going to be static. It's not going to be I'm going to retire here and this is what I'm going to do day in, day out, weekend, year in, year in, year out for the rest of my retirement. That's not the case. Right. We're going to start at one place. And life is going to put us in a different place, Hmm. whether it's health issues, whether it's a spouse passes away, uh, long-term care. There's a lot of different things that can pop up. And so I I tell people, look, when you retire today, it's a temporary situation. It's fluid, right? Things are going to change as we go. Our plan needs to be prepared to change with it. And that's why I think it's important that that you have somebody that's going to sit down with you at least once a year and look at your plan and say, am I on track? Mm-hmm. Do we need to tweak anything? Just do anything need, need to be changed? You know, those things, because life happens, right? Things change and we need to be ready and able to make those change with them in retirement. Right, right. And, and you know, Philip, here's the other lesson, a lesson in budgeting. You know, a lot of these these host countries and cities, they ended up 
way over budget. And that just, you know, a, a city, you know, we talk about uh, in Athens, they can they can add some taxes on and they can try to get their way out of this. We can't do that for ourselves. If we end up that over budget <laughs> with our retirement, we don't really have a way to bail ourselves out. So how do we prevent that from happening through planning? Well, I think it starts early on, right? And that is one, is making sure that you all the time are checking yourself and making sure that your debt is under control. We don't want to roll in, you know, 10 years out from retirement and um, we just bought a new house and we got a mortgage on, you know, 95% of it and we bought a new car. That is um, not where we want to be. That sounds to me like disaster could easily happen. Um, you know, we want to be closer to the spectrum of being debt free when we head into retirement. And so we want to focus on that. We want to make sure that we end up in retirement with not a lot of debt, which takes budgeting. It takes discipline while we're still working to make that happen. Um, but but that's right. These governments, they have the advantage of you know, they can pretty much borrow unlimited amounts of money. And, um, and, and you and I, the taxpayer, get to help pay it back. As a retiree, we don't get that option. I mean, we can borrow the money, but, uh, you know, your neighbors aren't going to help you pay it back. It's right. going to be on you. <laughs> and so that's where budgeting, if you head into retirement, the biggest disasters I see is folks having too much debt when they retire. Let's talk a little bit about what goes into creating that plan. Obviously, a budget is an important part of it, but there's more to it than just having that budget. We have to have an idea of what we'll be spending. We do need to get our arms around the budget. But talk about what else goes into that retirement income strategy to get you all the way through retirement. So we do. You're right. The, the, you know, that B word, the budget word, which nobody likes to do, is, is the first line of defense. We, we got to put together a budget because... Without the budget, we don't know what you need for income. And so we've got to put together that budget. We have to have a realistic budget. What's it really and truly going to cost us when we retire, whether that's our health insurance, our Medicare supplement, our property taxes, our house insurance, car insurance, you know, our how much are we going to want to eat out versus spending money for groceries at home? Maybe maybe when you retire, you want to do some major home improvements. What's that going to take? Do we have the money to do that? All these things come into play when we are putting together a financial retirement income plan. And those things are important to take into consideration as you do that planning. That's what we help you do. Put together a written retirement income plan. Give us a call and let's start that process today. 863-285-3815. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Hey, I look forward to sitting down with you and helping you plan out the best retirement you can ever have. That number again is 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back again next week for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.